Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, after a humiliating defeat, Lee, Mm -hmm. in Nebraska by no one. You mean Nevada. I'm sorry, Nevada. I didn't mean to say Nebraska. Nevada by no one. Nikki Haley says full steam ahead in South Carolina. Yeah. Which really is her best bet. Um, She's, you know, been a popular governor here. Half Half the state, as I've said, doesn't have talk radio worth a darn. So they may have no idea what she's been up to. Uh, the last few months in terms of becoming a wholly owned subsidiary of the Democrat Party uh, with Democrats fundraising for her and Nikki Haley increasingly adopting all their positions, uh, including wailing on Trump for standing in the way of this border bill. Which blows my mind. Yeah, this this uh, this whole thing about blaming Trump here, this is uh and, and obviously it's not just Nikki Haley, but also you've got, you know, the Democrat Party and the Biden administration trying to blame a failure of the border deal on Donald Trump. It's like, I'm sorry, but he hasn't been president for three years now. So that speech was outrageous. Yeah. Is, is anyone in America, except maybe people who watch MSNBC, dumb enough to think? I don't think anybody that, I mean, just, it believes this. They, but the, you will have some people who will say they do simply because they want to go along with the Democrat narrative. I mean, Joe Biden literally invited them to storm the border, surge the border, surge. That was his word, surge the border. Yeah. Plus financially incentivized, you're you're reaching the border and getting in here. Yeah, and as we're finding out, is paying them to come here. Right. Billions, 20 billion total uh, in the last two years, billions of dollars run for the through the UN. I mean, so you're just kind of like, what, what, like what plan? But I mean, people who get their news from mainstream media, I guess, don't know any of that. Um, but Nikki Haley, yeah, it's Trump's fault. We we, we should. So she's repeating the Mitt Romney uh, talking points. She's repeating the Democrat talking points. Is what they're saying, and I've been playing it for you on, um, you know, all these these liberal television stations. They're telling their sheeple. That, oh, the border, yeah, it's not secure because of Trump, because Trump wouldn't let him pass this really great bill. And, of course, they're not telling him about the 1.8 million illegals that it would allow over our border every year. So Nikki Haley coming out and saying that she did add, to be fair, that the Remain in Mexico should be put into it. But that doesn't matter because she wailed on Trump for not supporting it. Um, So that shows you how how bad she, I mean, it's so bad right now. Mitch McConnell is trying to kill his own bill. Well, this this whole thing is a, a favorite tactic of Democrats. They set up an impossible situation and then uh, put legislation together, proposed legislation that they know that the opposition is going to be against, and then blame the opposition for not passing something that they knew they wouldn't pass that doesn't solve the problem to begin with. Quite honestly, the very same thing, and I'm not trying to get distracted here, but the very same tactic is being used in the Israeli-Hamas war negotiation with Antony Blinken right now. They're putting up an impossible situation that Netanyahu and the Israeli government would never agree to and then blaming them for not agreeing to the ceasefire. They're throwing Netanyahu under the bus, just like they're throwing Donald Trump under the bus. Just as I predicted they would. I've always said they really support Hamas. That is when the Biden administration can remember who the enemy is. 
in oh, Israel. Yeah. Did you and, see this? Oh, gosh. This is, this is, the wheels are coming off Biden's brain at this point. Um, a reporter had to help him. He couldn't remember who the enemy is in Israel. Remember October 7th? Yeah. Historic attack. Who did it? Can't remember. This is, okay, this is a president who's supposed to be spending his days, right? Yeah. Um, dealing with the Middle East. And the number one enemy in the Middle East right now is the Iran proxy, Hamas. And you can't remember, you can't remember the name of Hamas. That tells me, Lee, he's not even in on these high-level meetings. No. He's taking a nap and eating ice cream somewhere. Listen to the reporter bail him out when he can't remember who the enemy is in the Middle East conflict. There's been a response from the opposition. But, um, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas. I don't, you can barely hear it there, but the reporter yeah. says, ha, ah, Hamas, like, you know, bailing him out. They'd never do that for Trump, by the way. No. Not no. that Trump oh, would no. oh, forget immediately. It would be immediately, who the enemy is. It would be yeah. immediately his, his competency uh, would be into question, and we'd be demanding that the uh, White House doctor give him an examination. And I mean, that, all of this would be going on. I mean, it's just, it just, well, it should surprise me, but it doesn't that not more is being made of this. I mean, we have a, a gentleman that is completely beyond his capabilities cognitively now that is being, you know, foisted around as president and as a presidential candidate. I mean, this is this is embarrassing on so many levels uh, nationally and internationally. It's just ridiculous. And the Democrat Party ought to be ashamed of themselves for still allowing this kind of a elder abuse to go on. I mean, this is just disgusting. And, and I, I really have some sympathy for the guy because he's being used. He's absolutely being used. And he's well past the prime. The expiration date was a long time ago. Yeah, no joke. Um, because this, this I, I want to play this full clip. I meant to play it yesterday. This is Joe Biden claiming that after he was elected, right? So that would be after 2020, he went to the G7 and he sat down with Mitterrand. Yeah. And he, he can't remember whether Mitterrand is the president of Germany or France, right? Right. And he's forgotten that Mitterrand died in 1996, so if you're going to lie, you got to be able to keep facts like that in your head. He then tells another lie that two police officers were killed by the mob on January 6th. And this whole fake conversation I'm about to relay to you uh, is Mitterrand being just horrified um, that, you know, two police officers were murdered by Trump supporters on January 6th. Of course, you and I know, Lee, that didn't happen. Right, as most of the country knows. Right. I mean, even CNN has admitted that that didn't happen. There was one who died after he got off shift, he had a stroke. A but day it later. had nothing to do with Trump or January 6th. It was just unfortunately timed. And the autopsy supports that. So this, I mean, just this is an incredible stream of lies. But listen to the details he goes in. And he can't remember for the 60 seconds of this clip whether Mitterrand was the president of France or Germany and is clearly unaware that he's dead and is claiming to have had a conversation with him in the last two years. He died in 96. Listen, to this is unbelievable. Right, right, right after I was elected, I went to a, what they call a G7 meeting, all the NATO leaders. I was in, I was in the south of England. And I sat down and I said, America's back. And Mitterrand from Germany, I mean, from France, looked at me and said, how, how long are you back for? And I looked at him. And the, and the Chancellor of Germany said, what would you say, Mr. President, if you picked up the paper tomorrow in the London Times, and the London Times said, 
thousand people break through the House of Commons, break down the doors. Two Bobbies are killed in order to stop the election of the Prime Minister. What would you say? I never thought about it from that perspective. What would we say if that happened in another democracy around the world? That entire and li- listen to the detail he goes into with yeah. that lie. He couldn't have had that conversation. The guy's been dead since '96. Yeah, and we are not a democracy, and two police officers were not killed in the January 6th riot. So, well, you see how in the middle there, in the in the beginning, he corrects himself, says, "No, yeah. wait, he's the president of France," and yeah. then by the end of the 60-second monologue, yeah. he is forgotten again. Yeah. That Mitterrand was the and Mitterrand. Uh, was very famous. I mean, he was a very iconic leader mm-hmm. of France, yeah. not Germany, Germany, before he died in 1996. I mean, this is just jaw-dropping. Yeah. Now, listen to this. So Peter Ducey, the only member of the press corps, he's with Fox News, who even asks about this to uh, cringe John pierre the mm-hmm. hack yeah. for Joe Biden, and she pretends to be offended. Oh, yeah. Offended that anyone would even ask about this. Take a listen. Let me uh, flip it over into the right channel. Here we go. President Biden ever going to convince the three quarters of voters who are worried about his physical and mental health that he is okay, even though in Las Vegas he told a story about recently talking to a French president who died in 1996. I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole with you, Why? sir. What is We're going to go. Hole? Go ahead. He said go he ahead. talked to Mitterrand. Go ahead. In- you saw the president in Vegas, in California. You've seen the president in South Carolina. You saw him in Mich- Michigan. I'll just leave it there. Go ahead. Well, we saw him. Yeah, he's he's not all there, but we saw him. We physically. So I guess her 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 point is, well, he was standing. He was there physically. Yeah. You want to talk about liberal privilege? This right here is liberal privilege. Well, I mean, she's got. She obviously has nothing to respond to that. I mean, there's no way to respond to it. I mean, we talked about no. this yesterday. It's just like there's nothing she can do. That's an impossible situation for her. Impossible. No and, Republican would survive. No, this. absolutely None. not. No, the entire mainstream media, including the you know those of us on the right, would be criticizing him. And this is the value of Nikki Haley to the left. They trotted her out on Saturday Night Live to mock Trump for his cognitive decline. She's literally repeating their talking points at this point um, because they got a cover up for Biden. They're like, "What do we do? Oh, we've paid Nikki thirty million. Let's trot her out." So that's, I mean, that's what they're doing right there. But this is a shocking level of cognitive decline. Yes, yeah, that is just. It I mean, is just inexcusable. I mean, I, I doubt quite seriously that he made his own order at cookout the other day. Oh, by the way, CNN reporting that he's now, instead of doing campaign stops or town halls, mm-hmm. he's doing food stops. Yeah, great. So he great. just, he goes in and gets food and then he comes out. Right. And yeah. that's it. You can't talk to him. He he might wave and say hi, but you can't ask a question. So what Creed Jean-Pierre says, well, you saw him. What she means is, you saw he's still alive. Yeah, he's able- and he can chew and feed himself. Yes, he is still able to hold on to a milkshake and a bag of with burger and fries. Yeah, he's still able to do that. So for now, for now. So I, I guess uh-huh. that uh, qualifies him to be uh, president for a little while longer. Right, at least till next week. Uh, Texter writes, Tara, the Democrats aren't shameful. They want power and hate Trump that much. And finally, Rush was right about Biden being a useful tool mm-hmm. if he is yeah. elected. Uh, and Texter writes, hey, Tara, how come we can, I think they mean can't, indict Joe Biden for telling illegal people to surge the border? Uh, I don't know. I want to start with indicting and trying George W. Bush, Barack Obama, and Bill Clinton for raising money 
to fly illegals into the country. They now have, they last week launched their charity. Like, I'm still not over this. That is human trafficking. That is a classic RICO violation. I, I, I think if I were Ken Paxton, I, I'd go ahead and haul him off the ranch in, in cuffs. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean how, how, how are you any different at that point, sir, than a coyote working for the cartels? I haven't, I haven't figured that one out. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app, the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Okay, y'all. I don't know if you're watching what's going on in the EU right now. Unbelievable. For committing the same thought crime that NBC News committed. This is what's so crazy to me. Interviewing Vladimir Putin. Tucker Carlson is under investigation in the EU. Folks, you are watching the Iron Curtain down come down on Europe. The Iron Curtain that was so much a part of our lives as kids. We felt so bad for the Russian people and the way they lived. You're watching that Iron Curtain that the Russian people used to live behind fall on Europe. Headline, Tucker Carlson could face sanctions in Europe for assisting a war criminal and being Putin's mouthpiece as EU politicians look to impose a travel ban on him following his controversial trip to Moscow to interview the Russian leader. Controversial talk show host Tucker Carlson could be subjected to sanctions from the European Union due to his activities in Russia. I'm sorry. When NBC interviewed Putin, did anybody know? No. What specifically is Carlson's interview going to focus on? What is he going to focus on specifically? Why Putin invaded Ukraine? Why put the American people have been told, well, it's just he got mad one day or he just wanted some land. So he just like whatever and got it. Just um, yeah, don't ask that question. No, no. If you live in Asia, you read the Asia Times. If you read Indian publications, you know why. You know exactly why. It was because of the bioweapons labs. It's been widely reported, including in the UK Daily Mail. Absolutely documented, including with screenshots of the emails. Where? Hunter Biden, in partnership with John Kerry's son, funded the bioweapons lab, which aren't legal, by the way. They violate um, international treaties that we are part of. The bioweapons labs that were strategically located in ethnically Russian areas, including right over the border. So they've been able to keep the American people from knowing that. They've been able to keep the American people from knowing that Hunter Biden is perhaps the world's most prolific bio, excuse me, illegal bioweapons dealer and that he does this for the Pentagon. He even has his own Pentagon we- uh, email. Where can you learn that? New York Post, UK Daily Mail. You got to know where to look. How do they know? Conspiracy theory. Uh, no, it was on his laptop. That's why they went to such a, 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 a so much difficulty 
to cover up the laptop. And Vladimir Putin will tell you all about it. In fact, you can even read some of it for yourself. It's a really good uh, roundup in Newsweek uh, before Putin invaded. And the Russians did everything right. They went to they 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 went to the UN. They went to NATO. They asked for independent weapons inspections because people were getting sick and dying around these labs. And they said, "Listen, people are dying. They're poisoning people." Working in the labs was was uh, Metabiota, which is a a startup founded by Rosamond Seneca, which of course was led with, by John Kerry son and Hunter Biden. Barisma uh, also was involved in the bioweapons line of work. It was one of the chief profit centers for Hunter Biden, Rosemont Seneca. A lot of people don't know this. Burisma is always referred to in our media as a natural gas company. It is, but their other big line of work uh, is biological agents, particularly dangerous ones. A lot of profit made by a lot of people there. And if you're the Pentagon, for me, the one question I got to know, if you're the Pentagon and you know Hunter Biden is a crackhead, why are you using him as your go-between to negotiate? Why is he the spokesperson for Black and Veg? Why is he the one who's doing? Why are you doing this? And there is a very exhaustively documented process here. This is not Vladimir Putin shooting his mouth off. These formal requests that were made to at the UN and to international regulatory bodies were well documented for years before the invasion of Ukraine. They went on. It, it goes back to Trump. Trump wasn't involved and it was Hunter uh, and the Pentagon doing it behind Trump's back. But the, they, they go back years and years and years where they're saying, look, we need you to come in and inspect. They tried to be peaceful about it. And so what happened was when Biden said, we're going to back Ukraine to get into NATO. What would that mean? That would mean Hunter and John Kerry, son of the Democrat Party, because they're running a bioweapons program in concert with the Pentagon and Fauci. It would mean, because remember, Metabiota, uh, Hunter's company, did the work at the, at the Wuhan lab. This is what they do. They also did the work on Ebola in uh, Africa before it conveniently got out. Weird. Anyway, uh, yeah, what a history there. And you know who knows? Vladimir Putin. So this, this was a record of Russia doing everything right for a very long time to lead up to the invasion of Ukraine. And the problem Russia had, if Ukraine were allowed to enter NATO, those weapons labs could be put um, like a gingerbread house. You ever see the, like the gumdrops outside a gingerbread house right along the Russian border to continue poisoning people. And they couldn't retaliate. They couldn't do anything. And Vladimir Putin exhaustively explained this in a foreign media. We won't invade. We will have to invade if you let them into NATO because of the bioweapons labs. Of course, our government lied, denied it. But Victoria Nuland at the State Department was then hauled before the Senate under oath. Marco Rubio asked her, said, you know, look, you gonna, you, you got any weapons in these labs? She admitted they did. So you're not just trying to cure the flu right there in Russian territory? No. Nah. Think about how a border is. You can't stop the spread of disease across a border. They were, they're, they're, th this was an act of war. Designed, by the way, to provoke Russia to invade. Why would they do that? Because Russia has been saying since they told Condoleezza Rice, our line in the sand is you can't let Ukraine into NATO because we can't defend ourselves if you do. So if you want peace, keep Ukraine out of NATO. 
They want a World War III. They do very badly want World War III. So Joe Biden lied. He told the world we were backing Ukraine in their bid to get into NATO. And then we told Zelensky, you're not getting into NATO. Zelensky, by the way, a couple months after the invasion, once it was safe, came out and told CNN, oh, by the way, yeah, Joe Biden was lying. We were never getting into NATO. So this wasn't even about that. If they get into NATO, we are required to defend Ukraine against Russia. It's something called Article 4, right? So the best way to do it is to put the bioweapons labs on the border, trigger Putin to knock those bioweapons down to save his people, knock those labs down to save his people, then trigger Article 4, and you got America versus Russia in the world war they want. Which, by the way, they don't want to hold here. They want to hold it in Ukraine. And that is why Joe Biden tricked, uh, Vladimir, uh, trip, tricked Vladimir Putin and shame on him into invading. Now, we've got Elon Musk saying, I'm going to run the interview on X. I'm not going to interfere with it in any way. Is this going to convince everyone? No. There's going to be a lot of people going to hear a lot of sides of this they never heard before. And that is really not good for who? Chairman Ho. This was an enterprise of Hunter Biden and the Chairman Ho regime. This is how they made money in concert with the Pentagon. So let me tell you what's going on here. The Pentagon is freaking out. And they should. Because that's the real source of this. Fauci was always just the patsy. He was just the pass through. He's whose name they put on. It's the Pentagon you need. Black and Vetch, Metabiota, Echo Health Alliance, bioweapons, threatened Russia with bioweapons. That's what you need. That's what they can't have out there. And they can't censor it if it's on X uncut. So this is the Pentagon and all our deep state hacks going over to the EU and saying, you better threaten Tucker Carlson, man. You better threaten him. He can't step foot on European soil. What, for doing an uncut interview with Vladimir Putin? Who cares? You wouldn't care unless you've committed a lot of crimes and you're pretty sure Vladimir Putin's going to detail those crimes for the whole world. That's what this is about. And, and, and let me tell you what, Tucker Carlson is just, he is literally poking, poking, poking that Biden crime family in the eye, which is really the Obama crime family and the Pentagon crime family. This is a fascinating situation. Good morning. Okay, going to jump on the talk line, which is actually the text line, 71307. Uh, text rates, I was completely unaware of the Ukrainian bioweapons. I began listening to Word about two months ago. I normally listen to Patriot. I'm not sure what that is. I am disappointed that those personalities haven't spoken about this. Thank you for broadcasting the truth. Um, yeah, so here, okay, here's what you need to do. You need to listen to the Battleground America podcast. We've been deep in that. The other reason you need to listen to it is because I put my sources up every day. So I talk a lot about Hunter and um, the bioweapons, and I put all of the sources up for you to follow. But yeah, this has been very carefully documented by the UK Daily Mail and the New York Post. I mean, these aren't, yeah, uh, secrets or anything. The media fact checkers have said it's not true, which means it's true because they don't bother to fact check it if it's, um, not accurate. So they've covered for this. They're terrified right now in Europe of this interview. They're terrified right now in Washington of this interview. 
and what they're afraid. They're, they, and you know why they're really afraid is because Tucker Carlson has said, um, I'm, we're going to talk about why it is that Putin invaded Ukraine. And they do not want to talk about that. This is one of the biggest de- secrets in the United States of America. You think about this. How many times have they hauled Fauci in front of some committee or another and grilled him about funding gain-of-function research at the Wuhan lab? A lot of times. And he lies. And then they bust him in it. And then they haul him back in. They'll bust him again. They'll get a new set of emails or something. Fauci is the gimp. Fauci didn't do much. Uh, he passed the money through. The real money, the $47 million, is from the Pentagon. They passed that through entities created by, for or created by or funded by Hunter Biden or Hunter Biden's Rosemont Seneca. Now we're on to something. What's weird is this is the biggest secret in Washington. Washington has never hauled anyone from the Pentagon before them to say, you know, that $47 million y'all fund to gain a function with. Like, why did you do that in that Chinese lab? Aren't they our worst enemy? And aren't you supposed to protect us from our enemies? It's never happened, not one time. And you know who broke the the Pentagon funded it? This is the weirdest part of all. Vanity Fair, a liberal publication. Back then, they'd only found about 30 million of it. So this is a big deal. And when you have Echo Health Alliance, which shares board members with Rosemont Seneca and Metabiata, getting a lot of this money, and the number two in charge at Echo Health Alliance is going on Fox News, he's going on Everywhere they will listen and said, we made COVID in the Wuhan lab. And they got funding from the Pentagon? I mean, it's all right there if anybody wants to see it, but it is a thing of which we do not speak. In fact, it got so ridiculous. At one of us was last fall, the number two at Echo Health Alliance, funded by Fauci and the Pentagon, created COVID at the Wuhan lab, sent a sworn statement under oath to every member of Congress, all of them, saying, listen, we made COVID at the Wuhan lab. I'm with Echo Health Alliance, good friend of Hunter Biden, Echo Health Alliance. Yeah, so we'd like to talk to you about, I'd like to talk to you about that. He sent it out. He published a book. Whole thing, it's all right there. He talks about the CIA's involvement. He talks about the Pentagon's involvement. And the CIA is involved because they funded a lot of the companies that helped to do the work. And that's all public record. I mean, they disclose it the way any business would. It is the thing of which we do not speak in this country. There is a tremendous amount of fear around it. There's got to be. Because, man, they love to haul Fauci. And why'd you give him six million? I don't know. I don't even care anymore. Yeah, he's a homicidal little elf. But it's the Pentagon that I care about. Fauci's just the gimp. You ever see Pulp Fiction? They take the gimp out of the basement. He's like in chains. Fauci's a gimp. He even looks like a gimp. So that's what the deal is with this Tucker Carlson interview. That is why there is this level of terror. That you will even hear from Vladimir Putin uncensored. Think about it. Vladimir Putin's not a good guy. He's not. Neither is, by the way, Vladimir Zelensky. In fact, I can't tell the difference between them. They shut down media outlets. Check. Reporters disappear. Check. Now, the difference is that that Tucker Carlson is on the assassination list with the Ukraine government. They have called for his assassination, and there's a reward if you can kill him. Ditto for Elon Musk and for Jack Posobiec, who's the editor of Human Events. Russia, that we know of, is not trying to assassinate Tucker Carlson at this time. 
So, I mean, I guess he's safer there. I mean, so Tucker Carlson literally cannot go to Ukraine because he'll probably be killed by the government that you and I fund, the Ukrainian government. So there's that. There is that brief difference. But I mean, you know, you talk about two strong-armed dictators. Really, I mean, it's three oligarchies. It's Russia's a criminal oligarchy that runs a country. Ukraine's a criminal oligarchy that runs a company, country. And the Biden regime is a criminal oligarchy that runs a country. And they're all clashing. Look, me and you, we don't need to be caught in the middle of this. If you want to know how serious this is, Tucker Carlson's been clear. I'm trying to stop World War III, and he's not exaggerating. The governments of the UK, Sweden, and Germany have now said, yeah, we're, we're headed for a land war in, with Russia. 90,000 troops right now are doing coordinated exercises together uh, in anticipation of World War III with Russia in Europe on European soil at this moment. Do you know that? No, they don't tell you anything. And this is the kind of freaky stuff that they're saying. This is... NATO Admiral Rob Bauer. And he's telling civilians in Europe, get ready for the war with Russia. Just Google this. It's crazy what's going on over there. You need to have water. You need to have uh, a, a radio on batteries. And you need to have a, a, a flashlight on, on batteries to make sure that you can survive the first 36 hours. Things like that. That's simple what? things. But it starts there. The, the realization that not everything is going to be honky-dory in the next 20 years. I'm not saying it is going wrong tomorrow. That's why we have the plans. That's why we are preparing for a conflict with, uh, uh, with Russia and the terror groups, if it comes to it. If they... Okay. By the way, if you go Google this, it's much more explicit than that. I mean, literally, their military leaders are saying, as if they pre-scheduled the war, hey, we're going to war. So... Uh, with Russia. For what? I don't know. Nobody ever says, but we're just going to fight the war. So, uh, and, and our troops are already over there doing the exercise. So this is in the middle of this really heated conflict that could really lead to World War III. Tucker Carlson, who understands all this and talks about it all, all, often, is going there to try to defuse the situation, and they're going wild on him. Wild on Look, I'm not saying I like Putin. It's not that. It's just that if the American people understood the conflict and our role in starting it, they might not be in such a hurry to get in the Third World War. And that's what Tucker Carlson is trying to do. So looks like he's not going to be able to go to Europe anymore either. He is, uh, by the way, under investigation by the EU for committing an actual act of journalism. Never thought I'd see this in my life. Well, here's one I bet you won't see in the mainstream media. Mainstream science malls global moratorium on COVID vaccines as cancers rise, boosters flub. Publisher of Nature Magazine Scientific American Platforms just published a study on this. It's called Curious. It's the journal C-U-R-E-U-S. So it's uh, from that same group of pretty influential science journals, uh, Nature and Scientific American, just published a peer-reviewed paper by a high-profile mRNA vaccine author showing the growing mainstream openness to data and arguments once nitpicked, if not censored and ignored, uh, by academia and big tech. 
The paper calls for a global moratorium on COVID-19 mRNA vaccines. Could have been a death sentence for science's career, not a uh, scientist's career not long ago. Now it opens the door. So the dam of the science, which was a bunch of lies, which once uh, limited the flow of research questioning the integrity of trial data. Uh, yeah, it's broken. Even more alarming, you should know, they're also calling for the immediate end to mRNA injections being in the child vaccine schedule. The risk-benefit quote from the paper, the risk-benefit imbalance substantiated by the evidence to date contradicts further booster injections and suggests that at a minimum, mRNA injections should be removed from the childhood immunization program until proper safety and toxicological studies are conducted. Wow. So this has been approved for publication right on the heels of us finding out that the CDC has known since at least March of 2021 uh, that the vaccine caused myocarditis. Uh, Doctors there wrote a warning email. The email uh, was never sent to the early warning systems called NAD, the early warning system that would have then broadcast doctors across the country. Health specialists is a better way to put it. They wrote it. They knew. And they didn't send it. And then they went, you know what? Let's get Americans fired for not taking this vaccine that we know can damage your heart potentially. Now, this doesn't damage your heart all of the time, but it was significant enough in, you know, the number of cases that they they put the warning out. Or would have. They planned to. But somebody squelched it. Who? We don't know. But they wrote it. But they wrote it. Now this... Headline, Moderna scientists warn mRNA vaccines carry toxicity risks. Wait, Moderna's own scientist published a paper on this? Yeah. They too are saying more research is necessary before we can safely give these vaccines. Well, if only you've been allowed to say that by the FBI, Department of Homeland Security, the CDC, and the Biden administration, but they censored it before getting you fired from your job for not taking a vaccine they knew damn well didn't work and potentially could damage your heart. I'm still not over that. What was the purpose of that? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 